does a successful dad look like? Would you consider your dad a success? Was there even a dad there for you? That's a question a lot of men have today. And too many men today are trying to be dads in their life, but they didn't really have an example of what it means to be a dad. A lot of men grew up with no dad in the home, so they're not sure if what they're doing is right. There was either no father or they had a bad example of what a father is, and they're trying to figure it out. So a lot of men are becoming fathers, and they don't really know what to do. Movies and TV shows, they don't really help us today. A lot of times they portray the dad as the dumbest member of the family, the goofball, the guy who is the kind of the butt of all the jokes, doesn't know what's going on, is out of touch, and just really isn't a leader. It's a long way from the old show, Father Knows Best. Today, it's kind of father is dumbest, and that's just how it is. So how are men supposed to know if they're successful as a dad? How do you know if you're being successful? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in today's show. We're going to give you some of the common traits of successful dads. These are timeless traits that dads who raise great kids have in common. You want to know what they are? Well, keep listening and you'll find out. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. I'm so glad that you joined me here today, and I'm so glad that you have a desire to be a better man, a better dad, a better father. All of those things fit in there, and that's who we are as men. Well, what we're doing this month is we're talking about how to be a better dad, and we're doing that because at the time of this recording, Father's Day is about a month out. And what I like to do is challenge men before Father's Day to kind of think through how are they doing as a dad, what are they doing? Why do we do this? Well, being a dad is a big responsibility and not everybody does it well. But if you look at study after study, they show the importance of the relationship of children with their fathers. And I think most of us know this intuitively, but a lot of times the scientific studies back it up. They back up how important it is for children to have a good relationship with their father. A good relationship is great, but a bad relationship is worse than having no relationship. That's how important it is, the relationship a kid has with their dad. And you may have been someone who had a good relationship with your dad. You may have had a bad relationship with your dad. You may have had no relationship with your dad. So for many of you, you're becoming fathers and you're like going, what do I do with this? And we all know this so much that it's really a part of all kinds of movies and TV shows and everything. You look at most evil characters, especially like I love anime. And when you watch anime, a lot of the times they go into the history of the bad guy. They're going to give you the history of why this person's bad. And so many of them talk about the relationship with the father. They talk about a bad relationship with the father. They talk about the guy having a cruel father and that's why he became bad. We sympathize with that because it's true. We all know people like that. We all know people who had a bad bad relationship with their father. And unfortunately, many of them turned out to be just like them. And that's why it's so important that we as men change that legacy. You may have had a bad relationship with your dad, but that doesn't mean your kids have to have a bad relationship with you. You may have had no relationship and you're trying to figure out what to do. Well, that's what we want to do. We want to work through it and become better dads. Any man can be a father, but not many men 
can be dads. Being a dad doesn't happen automatically. It's something that really takes work. And if it's important to you, you'll do the work. Just like anything in life, you know what it means to have something that's important to you. When it's important, you become intentional about it. You know, if a guy wants to have a great marriage, he's intentional about his relationship with his wife, building that relationship. If you want to be in great health, if you want to be in shape, you got to be intentional about your eating. You got to be intentional about your exercise. If you want to sleep good at night, you got to be intentional about it. You got to have your routines. You got to have the things you do to get tired, the things that help you sleep. I know people who wear sleep masks. They have noise machines. They have to have a fan on. They make the house cold. They have certain blankets or they have their favorite bed. Everybody's got things and they're intentional about it. Why? Because sleep is important. Well, if you want to be a great dad, it comes from you being intentional. How you live, how you interact with your family, all of those things make up what it means to be a great dad. And like anything else, it's easy to say, but it's hard to do. And what we have to do is put action behind our words. We've got to focus and work if we want to be a successful dad. Now understand that doesn't mean being perfect. No one is perfect. Everyone can look back and see things that they wish they had done differently or done better. Both of my children are adults now and we have a great relationship. They're doing really good, but I could still go back as a dad and say, gosh, I wish I had done this better. I wish I had done that better. But remember, our goal as men is not perfection, but steady progress. The thing that makes you a great dad is you making steady progress. And so what we want to do is cover what are some of the common characteristics of a successful dad? What are the things that good dads are doing and that we can copy? Now understand, it doesn't mean we copy someone the same way. Every dad is different. Every man is different. No man is a cookie cutter of another man. You can learn things from other men, but you have to put it into your context, into your home, and into your personality. So what you want to do is learn the characteristics and then apply them through your personality, through the way you were made up. We're all different. Our children are different. How we act as a dad, as a father is different. But the key is our intentionality. So we have to understand the common characteristics of dads. Successful dads are growing. Successful dads are authentic. And successful dads are examples. The first thing we wanna talk about when it comes to being a successful dad is to understand that successful dads are growing. Here's the truth about growth. You never stop growing in your life. No matter how smart you get, no matter how old you are, you always have to keep growing. And when you think about it, it's true. Like your growth as a man doesn't stop when you get married. You know, when we all got married, we didn't just stop and say, okay, I'm done. When we get married, we start growing even more. We don't quit life. We actually engage in life more. It challenges us more. We have new dimensions of life, new depths of relationship. And there are adjustments and changes and realities. And the, the reality is we're not alone anymore. We've got someone else living with us. So we have to consider them, think about them. And that opens up our mind and it causes us to grow. It causes us to mature and be better as men. In fact, marriage is one of the best things a man can do to better him himself because he's going to get better when he's around other people and it's going to force him to grow and make him grow in, in a good way. And the same thing happens with our kids. Our growth as men doesn't stop when we have kids. There's kind of this 
negative attitude toward kids that's happening today. You know, oh, when you have kids, that's the end. No more fun, no more this, no more that. You know, when you have kids, all the fun in life stops. That's just a lie. It's a lie that too many of us have bought. We've allowed the society to tell us that. Kids are great. Kids add depth and meaning and richness to your life that you never knew you were missing as a man. They open up new things to you. They open up new worlds to you. They motivate you. They empower you in so many ways. You say, well, you know, when they're a baby, they keep me up at night. Well, okay, they keep you up at night. Is that really a big deal in the long term? You have a life that you can pour into and change. I know so many men that when they had children, everything changed for them. When they had kids, they began to see that, okay, I've got to be a better man. And you know what? Kids made them better. Kids are great for men. And what we have to do as men is understand that having kids doesn't stop us. It actually takes us to another level. It actually increases our ability to be great men. So don't run away from that. You should embrace being a dad. You should embrace being a father. Understand that having children will change you in so many positive ways. But you have to have a growth mindset. You have to say, I want to grow. And what you want to do is develop some attitudes that kind of help you in that. So what are some of the growth mindsets? Well, we're going to cover three quick attitudes that you need to have. One is understand that growth is incremental. Growth is something that's going to happen over time. Real sustained growth, the kind that you keep doing, is made one step at a time. Even people who make radical changes in their life, usually started with one simple change. They said, I'm going to change this area of my life. And that began a process of change over their whole life. You hear stories of people who maybe lost hundreds of pounds or became millionaires. And they said, it all started at this moment. Or when I began to change this, everything changed. And a lot of men sometimes think that fixing things in their life means having to fix everything at once. I'm going to fix everything. Well, that's unrealistic. What you have to do is say, I'm going to begin to fix things. I'm going to begin to grow. I'm going to begin to change one step at a time. And as you do that, you'll find yourself able to change more and more. It just happens to all men. Well, start with one area. Pick one thing. In fact, in episode 153 and 154, Kyle talked about this in our interview with him. He's from Superhuman Fathers. And what he did is he began to change his physical life. He began to get in shape. He started a health change. But what that did was it opened up other areas of his life. He began to say, okay, I want to have a better relationship with my wife. I want to have a better relationship with my kids. So he began to pursue those things with the same intensity he brought to his health change. What was he doing? He was growing. He was taking responsibility in one area, and it was opening him up to the other areas in his life. That's the power of growth. And we have to understand that growth is incremental. The second thing is growth is self-motivated. You won't grow if you don't want to. You won't. I just had a comment on one of my YouTube videos, and they said that, that you have to want to change. And it's obvious, you do. Change only starts when you want it. You have to want it. You have to want to grow. Accountability is a great thing, people challenging you, but nagging is actually the opposite of that. And a lot of men think, I need someone to nag me. I need someone to push me. Well, nagging gets old, and nobody likes it after a while. Nobody wants to be nagged. 
Now, you do want to be challenged, and every man should have brothers in his life who challenge him and push him to be better. But you don't want people who nag you. You know, if there's a man who marries a woman and says, I want you to push me to make me better. What he's saying is, I want you to be my mom, which is weird. And what he does is he thinks, I want you to push me, which means I'm giving you permission to nag me. And that's not going to work. It's going to hurt the relationship. You have to want to change yourself. You have to bring people in your life who will hold you accountable, which is different from nagging. And what we have to do is understand to get someone else to motivate us, that's unfair for them. And it's going to make us resent them. You've got to be self-motivated. You have to want to grow. It doesn't mean you always want to do what you need to do, but you have to want it. You have to want to change. Now, motivation will come, but desire and feelings a lot of times follow our decisions. We make the decisions. I want to do this. And eventually the feelings come as you've made the decision over and over. But your change has to be self-motivated. You've got to have that desire to change. And that will motivate you when you meet challenges, when you have setbacks. All of those things will happen in life. And that's where you have to be self-motivated. The other thing we have to understand about growth is growth is uncomfortable. Doing new things and doing hard things is tough. It won't come easy and it makes us uncomfortable. It just does. Now, kids learn things easier because they know they're learning. And kids are willing to mess up, to, to try new things, to pay the price. Adults, especially as we get older, we get less comfortable with that. We don't like feeling stupid. We don't like going, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm ignorant. And so what do we do? A lot of times we back off from learning new things. You know, it's like smartphones. When smartphones first came out, a lot of people avoided them for years because they were scared of them. They were scared of learning something new. And we've got to understand that learning new things is just that. It's new. You've never done it that way before. And what you have to do is embrace a certain amount of uncomfortableness in your life. You have to understand that if you want to grow as a man, that means you got to be willing to be uncomfortable. But if you're willing to do that, if you're willing to grow and push through, it will make you a better man. And successful dads are men who are growing. And what we have to do as men is embrace that frontier feeling. I'm going into new territory. I'm doing something I've never done before. Is it uncomfortable? Yes. You're going to mess up? Probably. But you know what? You're going into a new place you've never been before. And that means you're going to grow. The truth is, if you grow as a man you will grow as a dad. When you grow yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you're automatically going to be a better dad. That's one of the best things you can do to be a better dad is just be a better man. Grow as a man. And remember, the goal is not to be a perfect father. The goal is to be a dad who gets better step by step and day by day. The second thing we want to talk about is how successful dads are authentic. Now, growing up when I was a kid, I loved to watch the old Scooby-Doo show. I did. I watched it all the time, even though each episode was pretty much the same show. You know, there would be a bad person or a mystery or a ghost, and they would go investigate it. And then at the end, they would trap whoever the ghost is, and the ghost would be wearing a mask or something, and they'd take the mask off. And they'd all say in unison, Mr. Johnson. And Mr. Johnson would be like, yeah, I would have gotten away with it if it hadn't been for you meddling kids. 
That was the episode. Pretty much every week was the same thing. They would unmask the villain. You'd be like, oh, it's the guy who was nice to them early in the show, which it was always someone they knew. And, and it just happened every week. Well, here's the truth of that. People wear masks even today. This was a cartoon character mask. And of course it was silly and it was a cartoon, but a lot of men wear masks today. They wear a different mask at work, at home, around their kids. And the truth is you can't play a part and be a good dad. You can't, you've got to be authentic. If you wear a mask in front of your kids, they're gonna figure it out. They're gonna, as they get older, they're gonna start to see past the mask that you wear as a dad. And a lot of men are really good at self-deception. Oh, nobody knows. Well, everybody knows. It's kinda like that guy who wears the toupee and he thinks, you know, my toupee is so natural. Nobody knows that I'm wearing a toupee. Everybody knows they're wearing the toupee except them. They don't think anyone knows, everybody pretty much knows. And it's like that when you wear a mask around your kids, you think they don't know, but eventually, especially as they get older, they're gonna figure it out. They're gonna see the mask. And what you wanna do as a man is be authentic in who you are. And this is a journey for many men. A lot of guys have to work on this because maybe they grew up in a home where wearing a mask was normal, you know, faking, everything and not being real. They didn't have an example. So it's a new set of challenges for them. However, if you pay the price as a man and learn how to be authentic around other people, your children will develop a strength that maybe you didn't get when you grew up and they'll have a better life for it. Now, what is an authentic dad? What are some characteristics of authentic dads? Well, authentic dads strive to be honest. They just do. They're being honest. And a lot of men, they, they, they find that a struggle. They have a hard time being honest. And when I say honest, I don't just mean not lying. I'm talking about kind of having that integrity in all of life where the kids see you the same at home and out in public. That's an honesty. That's authentic in the way you live. Now you shouldn't tell a lie, yes, but even more important is to live the truth. You should live the truth as a man. And you should act the same all the time. That doesn't mean you don't have good days and bad days. But what it means is you're being authentic with it. You're being authentic in how you feel. And you're not asking your children to maybe lie for you, to cover up, to pretend, to help you save face, to help you wear your mask. That's not honest in front of your kids. And you've got to understand that. You've got to also understand that authentic dads admit their imperfections. They just do. None of us is perfect. And yet a lot of us are driven to be perfect, to have a perfect image. In fact, in Henry Cloud's new book called Trust, he has this quote, and I want to read it to you. He says, narcissistic people have a great investment in being seen as ideal or perfect. They must be adored and idealized by others in order to feel secure and trust. I don't know about you, but that hit me in the face because I thought, gosh, when I was growing up, especially as a young man, I had a lot of narcissism. I wanted to be seen as perfect. And I never thought of it as being narcissistic, but it really was. It was really all about me. And as men, what we need to do is focus on the reality of, hey, I'm not perfect, but I am growing. I'm getting better. Every person has strengths and weaknesses. There are things you can do well that other people can't. And that's normal and that's natural. And we should embrace that. But we should become secure in who we are and understand we don't give up, but we understand what we're good at and what we're not at. And we're being authentic with it. 
As we do this, our children see this. They see that, you know, my dad is pretty open about who and what he is. It's important for them to see that you're not perfect and you know that. You're not trying to be perfect because you're still loved and accepted despite your imperfections. When somebody loves you despite your imperfections, that's a lot. And what you want to do as a dad is communicate that to your children by living it out, showing them that, hey, I'm not perfect, but you know, I'm getting better. I'm, I'm working on this. I'm, I'm working to overcome this. Or you tell them the story. I used to be terrible at this, and now I'm good at it. Or I'm, I'm keeping it from hurting me. And that's what kids need to see, because what you want them to see is that it's okay to not be perfect. Then they don't have this false expectation when they get married, when they start having children, that they have to be perfect. And the reason we do that is because as men, we have to grow and become more secure. The more secure in yourself you are as a man, the more secure your children will be. So you want to be authentic in that. You want to start that process to grow and understand, hey, I'm not perfect, but I am getting better. I am getting better day by day. And the other thing authentic dads try to do is they seek to be open. Being an open dad, it means you're, you're honest, you accept your perfections, and, and you're okay with that. You're not afraid to share. You're open to feedback. You're open to new thoughts. You're just open to whatever idea works best. One of the biggest complaints kids have is no one listens to me. And you know, a lot of kids feel that way because a lot of men don't listen to their kids. They don't listen to them and they say, well, I know what they're going to say. I know what they're thinking. Yeah, but they just want someone to listen to them. They want someone to hear their ideas. Now, being open to your children doesn't mean spoiling them or coddling them. It means being open to their thoughts, being open to their inputs, even if what they say isn't the brightest because they're children and it won't be. But you know, when you listen to them, when you take them seriously, that's going to really build them up. Even if you have to say, hey, I appreciate your thought, but this is why that's not going to work. And you explain it to them. What you're doing is you're actually training them to think right. You're training them to think clearly when you listen and then give that feedback to them. So you wanna be open. You want them to understand the truth of the situation, but when you listen to them, you're gonna open up the door for them to listen to you. Now, that doesn't mean at some moments, yes, you don't have time to listen. It's, hey, I, I can't explain it right now, you just need to do it this way. But when you've built that trust up, where they know that, hey, my dad's not gonna do something without my best interest, they're more likely to follow through and listen to you because they know maybe later you'll explain or whatever. And even then, when you open up your children to say, hey, give me some ideas, what do you think? If you ever ask your child, what do you think? Do you know how much life that speaks into them? That, hey, I care about your thoughts. I want to know what you think. And when you let them help make a decision, when you say, hey, that's a good point. You know, I never thought of it that way. You don't know what that does to them. You don't know how much that builds them up. So what you want to do as a dad is don't try to know everything. Don't try to be perfect. Be open. Let your kids grow. Let them expand their minds. The truth is you're going to know better most of the time. But sometimes it's good to let them speak into something. And when you can say, hey, that's a great idea. Again, you're not spoiling. You're not coddling. You're saying, hey, that was good thinking right there. See, a lot of us didn't have that. And we say, well, I didn't have that. Yeah, but imagine if you did. 
Imagine if you had a dad who really listened to you and gave you feedback and taught you how to think. You probably wouldn't have had to learn so many things the hard way in your life. So that's what you want to open up to your children. Authentic men make a lasting impact in the world. You say, well, well, how is that? Because they create authentic children who will impact many lives. The third thing we want to talk about is how successful dads are examples. They just are. Our children look up to us. They do. Children always look up to their fathers. They look up to the person who's the father in their life, the person who pours into them. And your life influences them for good or for bad. No dad can get away from being an example. He just can't. Absent dads are examples. Present dads are examples. We just are. Every man who's a father is an example. And the type of example we are comes from how we live as a man, what we do. Our daily choices are the most important part of how we live as examples to our children. Sometimes we think, well, it's no big deal, but it really is a big deal. There's a poem, a famous poem by a guy named Edgar Albert Guest called His Example. Let me read you what it says. It says, there are little eyes upon you and they're watching night and day. There are little ears that quickly take in every word you say. There are little hands all eager to do everything you do. And a little boy that's dreaming of the day, he'll be like you. You're the little fellow's idol. You're the wisest of the wise. In his little mind, you have no suspicions to ever rise. He believes in you devoutly, holds that all you say and do, he will say and do in your way when he's grown up just like you. It sometimes makes me shudder when I hear my boy repeat some careless phrase I've uttered in the language of the street. And it sets my heart to grieving when some little fault I see, and I know beyond all doubting that he picked it up from me. There's a wide-eyed little fellow who believes you're always right, and his ears are always open, and he watches day and night. You are setting an example every day in all you do, for the little boy who's waiting to grow up to be like you. I think that poem really puts it into place, our job as examples of father. Now this one is from a son's perspective, but it's the same thing for our daughters. They're watching us, they're looking at us. And if we wanna be a positive example to our children, we've gotta make some key choices in our life. We just do, if we wanna be a good example and not a bad example. One of those is we've got to build our own foundation. We just do. Every person bases their life on something. Your life is based on something. You may say, well, I just kind of live life. No, you're basing your life on something. And what we need to do as men is choose what's the foundation of our life. What philosophy are we gonna live by? What worldview do we wanna live by? Am I gonna live from a selfish worldview? Am I gonna live from a scientific worldview? Am I gonna live from a biblical worldview? You have to choose which worldview is the best. I think the biblical worldview is the best. I think throughout history, we've seen the positive aspect of that. But you've gotta choose something. If you don't, you're gonna default to a natural kind of a selfish worldview 
where it's all about you. And that's not a good example for our kids. The reason it's important to choose a foundation as a dad is because that's what you show your kids. If you want your kids to live a life of purpose, you have to live a life of purpose, which means there's got to be something that you're living for. There's got to be a foundation in your life. We have to be able to explain things to them. We have to tell them why. And we have to show them something that's bigger than just what they think, bigger than what they feel in the moment. We don't want to be examples of hypocrisy to our kids. So what we want to do is find our foundation and live it out. We want to live the best foundation for our kids. We don't want to say one thing and then do another and then justify it to our children because they're going to see past that. They're going to see that, you know, my dad really doesn't have a foundation. He's not really living for anything. Our life foundation is what we show our kids. It's how we live in front of them. And it influences the big and little decisions of our life and will influence their life. Now, the other thing we have to do is have intentional living. Now, we've talked about intentionality throughout this whole process, and it's just true because it's the key to being a great dad. It's the key to living a great life. You don't accidentally influence for good. You don't just accidentally influence people. Your intentional living is what influences people. When you intentionally do things, when you intentionally live a specific life, that's what influences your children. So the question is, what are you intentionally doing in your life that is an example to your kids? What kind of intentional life are you living? Are you intentionally living life or are you just chasing life? Are you just wandering from thing to thing? Are you just surviving? You know, we have to be intentional as parents. We have to be intentional in everything. Because intentionality is the only thing that brings purpose. Like if you want to have a good marriage, you've got to be intentional about it. The same thing, if you want to be in good shape, if you want to be healthy, you've got to be intentional. If you want to be a good dad, you've got to be intentional. So what you have to do is develop an intentional attitude. You're not just waiting for life to come to you. You're attacking life. You're going after life. You're living an intentional life. Doesn't mean perfection. It just means intentional. And the other thing we have to do as examples is have direct connection. There's this myth out there about the strong, silent type as men. And, and so many men talk about that. Well, you know, men should be the strong, silent type. That's a myth. Men should not be the strong, silent type. They should be the strong, vocal type. They should be the ones who are strong, but they have connection. They speak life into their children. They speak love into others. They have a connection. And your children want a meaningful connection with you. You can be the strong, silent type if you want, but that doesn't mean you're going to have a connection with your children. You say, well, I'm just going to let my life be an example. Well, they may not pick it up if you don't connect with them. Every person wants a personal connection with someone else. They just do. We see it in every area of our life. You know, when you go to work and you say, well, my boss doesn't even know who I am. What are you saying? You want a connection with them. You want to have a personal connection with your boss. Even if it's because you want to climb the ladder, that's fine, but you've got to have that personal connection. If you're a salesperson and you don't meet with people, you're not going to make any sales. It's just the reality of it. And a lot of people understand this in the dating world. I can't get a date. One of the biggest problems with dating today is people play date, which means they'll get on the apps, the dating apps, and see who they're connected to as a way of pretending they're actually going on a date 
but they never go on a date. They never go out and have a direct connection with someone else because they're scared or whatever. So they're not really meeting anybody. So they don't have a direct connection. Our children want a one-on-one -on -one direct connection with us as their fathers. They just do. And we have to intentionally connect with each child. Even a short, regular connection is better than no connection. And what does it mean to connect with a person? It means you know them. And that's what your children want. Do you know them? Do you know their preferences? Do you know what they're into? Do you get excited about the things they're excited about? Especially when it's age-appropriate excitement. Do you help them in accomplishing what they want to do? Do you challenge them? Do you push them? Do you have rituals and things you do with them? Things you, you share with them that maybe you don't share with the other children? Things that you do that will be a special memory for you too. That's a direct connection. And it only happens when you do it intentionally. When you do it as, hey, I've got to be an example of this. The truth is all dads are examples. We just are. And we have to accept that responsibility. No one's going to make you be an example. You are an example. When you become a father, you're an instant example to your children. And they're going to look at you to learn. How do I live? What should I do? Too many men are not taking that responsibility. And we're seeing the devastation to our country. You have to take that responsibility as a man. You have to say, I'm going to be an example and I'm going to be a good example to my kids. All right, guys, closing out the show today, let's understand that being a successful dad isn't some great mystery that only a few men get. There's not some secret code to being a great dad, a secret handshake and, and you know Da Vinci code type thing. Being a successful dad is something we can all do, but it doesn't happen by accident. You've got to get that. Like everything else that's worthwhile, it takes hard work. We have to make the conscious choice to step up our dad game, to be a better dad. We've got to understand successful dads are growing. You have to make the choice to grow. You have to choose to say, I'm going to grow and be better as a man so I can be a better dad. We have to make the choice to be authentic. Successful dads are authentic. You've got to learn how to be genuine. That may take some work. It may take you kind of doing some of that inner journey, dealing with some of the maybe baggage you have from your life, but that's going to make you a better man. And it's going to give you that chance to connect emotionally with your spouse, with your children, like you've never been able to do before. And also successful men are examples. You've got to step up and choose to be an example to your children. You're being an example already but you wanna to choose to be a good example. You wanna show them how to live. It's time to quit making excuses. It's time to start changing and being a dad worth following. I promise you the work you put in to be a better dad, you will never regret it in your life. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.